There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Well, thank each of you for tuning into the podcast, how we are thankful for the Word of God, thankful for this privilege we have to stand and to preach the Word of God and to bring doctrine. Now, recently someone had asked me why we chose doctrinal devotionals. Well, the reality is practical devotionals might get you through the day, but doctrinal devotionals will get you through your life. Good doctrine will help your life, whereas good practices and good practicality is a very short-term fix because circumstances change and uh, places change, people change. And so practical preaching will help you short term, and there's nothing wrong with practical preaching. But doctrinal preaching will establish things in your heart and in your life that will last you the rest of your life. Good doctrine leads to good living. Bad doctrine leads to bad living. And so we've wanted to establish doctrine on this podcast. I believe we've established the doctrine of Jesus Christ on this podcast, looking at Messianic Psalms. Uh, obscure places, unusual ways God spake to us through these Psalms. And I know for me personally, uh, God has spoke to me through the Psalms. I've had several just in the last four days. I've had at least five different people have contacted me about a Psalm or Psalms. Uh, and they would say, well, you know, do you, is this Jesus Christ? Do you see Jesus Christ in this? And I said, well, what do you think? And every time those people said, well, I do see Jesus Christ. One man had asked me a different question. And my answer to him was, well, who is that there? And of course, we saw David speaking by the Spirit of Christ. And so I believe that's been a help. I believe it's been a help to me. If it hasn't been a help to you, I hope it's been a help to you as we look for Jesus Christ. Now, this weekend, we're going to be at the New Hope Baptist Church in East Broadtop, Pennsylvania. And uh, we'll be there for Sunday school and then worship service at 5 o'clock in the evening. And so we're looking forward to that. That'll be a new church. We've not been there. I know the pastor. I know uh, his father very well. I just personally have not been to that church. And we're looking forward to being with the folks there in East Broadtop and what the Lord is going to do. And then also... Uh, with the Lord's help, then, we're going to be fairly busy through December, but my wife and I plan on heading down south a little bit in the month of December. So pray for us about that. Pray God let's continue to open doors. We don't have any other extended meetings until the first of the year, and uh, that'll literally start the first of the year on January 1st. We get on New Year's Day. And so how we just look to see what God is going to do. We're looking forward to just see what God's going to do in this year to come. And those that are searching, those that are seeking, I do pray that you should not delay but you will continue to search God with all of your heart. And so just continue to press on the things of God. Uh, Lord willing, by the end of the year, I'm hoping to be through most of the Psalms. We might have a few left. And then we need some direction for the podcast next year. I believe the Lord is going to have us do that. 
And also, we're going to kind of revitalize the First John Project. That is a project wherein you can memorize the entire book of First John in one year. That's two verses a week, and we have schedules and flashcards and all the things to try to help you memorize. I know I myself fell off the wagon with that. Now, if you had to fall off a wagon, that's a good way to fall off the wagon, better than some other ways. However, my wife and I both have, uh, have talked about that, and we plan on picking that back up, endeavoring to memorize the book of First John. Now, we're back in Psalm 109, and I said yesterday on the podcast, we've been looking at Judas Iscariot here, and let me just read some of these verses. I'll probably just go down through this, and I'll just touch on some high points here. But he said in verse 6, Set thou a wicked man over him, and let Satan stand at his right hand. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned, and let his prayer become sin. Now, Jesus Christ spoke of that very thing. And he said that in John 17, when he prayed that great prayer to the Father, he prayed on our behalf, he prayed on his behalf, but he also mentioned that in this. In verse 12, he said, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I have kept, and none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. Now, the apostle Paul writes to the church there at Thessalonica in 2 Thessalonians, and he said it on this wise in chapter 2. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Now we know that's the Holy Ghost. He is letting men depart from iniquity. He is going to be taken out of the way. And then that should that wicked be revealed. And by the way, that is his title, that wicked. He said, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Now, that's what the word of God said about him. That's what the word of God chose to say about him. He's, he's working after the power of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. And so we know that the word of God tells us that that he's going to work after the power of Satan. Now, he said in verse 6, let Satan stand at his right hand. Why? He betrays Jesus Christ. And so he is an instrument of Satan. He is a tool of Satan. Yet, God knowing this beforehand, he prophesied of Satan standing at the right hand of Judas as he betrayed Jesus Christ. Now, another passage, another reference I'd like to look at is verse 8. Let his days be few and let another take his office. Now, Peter preaches about this. Why? Because Scripture is fulfilled. In Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 2, Peter is explaining Scripture. His eyes have been opened. The Holy Ghost has come upon him, and he is speaking these things. And he says, verse 16, men and brethren, this, this Scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus. And so he told us that the Holy Ghost had to speak these things by the mouth of David. Therefore, these things had to be fulfilled. For he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity. And falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst, and all his bowels gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, insomuch the field was called in the proper tongue, Akodema, that is to say, the field of blood. Now here's what he says. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, 
And his bishopric let another take. That bishopric is an office. What is that office? Technically, it's overseer. A bishopric would be an overseer of a plot of land. There will be a day when those disciples of Jesus Christ will have a plot of land. They will rule and reign with him. That was Judas's. Jesus Christ had numbered him as part of the ministry. He told us that. But then also, his reward was iniquity. He was rewarded for his iniquity, all according to the scripture. So let's read that verse again with that in mind. Let his days be few and let another take his office. And then here's the desolation that it speaks of concerning Judas. Let his children be fatherless, let his wife a widow. Let his children be continually vagabonds and beg. Let them seek their bread also out of their desolate places let the extortioner catch all that he hath, and let the stranger spoil his labor. Let there be none to extend mercy unto him, neither let there be any to favor his fatherless children. Now that's the prophecy that the Holy Ghost is spake by David, the prophet. Why is that? Because Judas, this is the guide to Judas Iscariot, who betrayed our Lord, and he betrayed him that he be crucified. Why? Satan has stood at his right hand. And Satan has stood and powered him at his right hand. By the way, Satan has that power. All signs and lying wonders, as we've read about, are given to Satan. And so he gives this to Judas Iscariot. That's why he could betray the Christ. And he goes, also let the extortioner catch all that he hath, and the stranger spoil his labor. Let there be none to extend mercy unto him, neither let there be any to favor his fatherless children. Let his posterity be cut off, and in the generation following, let their name be blotted out. Let the iniquity of his fathers be remembered with the Lord, and let not the sin of his mother be blotted out, that great sin of the mother of Judas Iscariot. Let them be before the Lord continually, that he may cut off the memory of them from the earth. And the Lord has done that. We know that because he said he'd do it in the next generation, according to the scripture. Because that he remembered not to show mercy, but persecuted the poor and needy man, that he might even slay the broken in heart. Now, again, according to the scriptures, we see that in Judas. We see that's Judas's actions. That's Judas's life. That's how he lived his life. In John chapter 12, the word of God reveals that, even as the Lord begins to tell us about Judas. And in verse 2, they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Then saith one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him, why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? Now John tells us by the Holy Ghost, this he said not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief. That's why his children be vagabonds. He had the bag and bear what was put therein. And so Judas, of course, in his covetousness, in his greed, in his vileness, we see that he had the bag. He was a thief, the word of God said. He's also called the son of perdition. Jesus said, I've chosen 12 of you and one of you is a devil. He's speaking of Judas Iscariot. In verse 17, as he loved cursing, so let it come unto him. That's the thing we talked about yesterday. The wicked man, the wicked mouth, the deceitful mouth, they love cursing, not blessing. 
As he delighted not in blessing, so let it be far from him. As he clothed himself with cursing, like as with a garment, so let it come into his bowels like water and like oil into his bones. Let it be unto him as the garment which covereth him, and for a girdle wherewith he is girded continually. Let this be the reward of mine adversaries from the Lord, and of them that speak evil against my soul. And so we see this is the reward of Judas Iscariot, because he loved iniquity. He loved sin. Verse 12 of Psalm 55 says, For it was not an enemy that reproached me, then I could have borne it. Neither was it he that hated me, that did magnify himself against me, then I would have hid myself from him. But it was thou, a man mine equal, my guide and mine acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked unto the house of God in company and then the word of God said, let death seize upon them and let them go down quick into hell for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. Did he go down quick into hell? He went out from the temple, casting down those 30 pieces of silver. He went out and he hanged himself. Peter said he fell headlong and his bowels gushed out. That's what the word of God said. And so the prayer of the psalmist, as he preaches the word of God and prophesies the word of God, told us what would happen to Judas. Why, he's a wicked man. And then verse 20 says, let the, this be the reward of mine adversaries from the Lord. Now again, we see David becomes a prophet again. He's speaking in the first person, and he's speaking by the Spirit of Christ. And of them that speak evil against my soul. O my soul, why art thou cast down within me? Why? Because evil has risen up. His familiar friend has risen up. That one that walked with him has risen up. That one that carried the bag with him has risen up against him. And with his wicked mouth and with his froward words, he's betrayed the Lord Jesus Christ. But do thou for me, O God, the Lord, for thy name's sake, because thy mercy is good, deliver thou me. And again, we see Jesus Christ, for I am poor and needy. And my heart is wounded within me. Now, this is one of the only places you'll see with the wounding of his heart. Why is his heart wounded? Because his own familiar friend, he that he took the bread with, he that he dipped the bread with, he that walked on this earth with him, has wounded him, has betrayed him. I am gone like the shadow and declineth. I am tossed up and down as the locust. My knees are weak through fasting, and my flesh faileth because of fatness. I became also reproach unto them. When they looked upon me, they shaped their heads. Now again, we see Jesus Christ being prophesied of, because we see in Psalm 22 in verse 6, where the word of God, David the prophet said, But I was a worm and no man, a reproach of man, and despised of the people. Verse 7, All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head, saying, He trusted on the Lord that he would deliver him. We see that's fulfilled in Matthew 27, because the, uh, the book of Matthew tells us this in verse 39, and they passed by, reviled him, wagging their heads. So they looked upon him, they shaked their heads. Prophecy, Jesus Christ. And this, this passage is interesting because it goes from Jesus Christ into Judas Iscariot, and then again it begins to preach Jesus Christ. It begins to show him on the cross. It's a messianic psalm, but it's also about that man of sin. What an incredible psalm. What a powerful psalm this is. 
Help me, O Lord my God. O save me according to thy mercy. There's the cry of Calvary. That they may know that this is thy hand, that thou, Lord, hast done it. Let them curse, but bless thou. When they arise, let them be ashamed, but let thy servant rejoice. Let mine adversaries be clothed with shame, and let them cover themselves with their own confusion as with a mantle. I will greatly praise the Lord with my mouth. Yea, I will praise him among the multitude. For he shall stand at the right hand of the poor to save him from those that condemn his soul. Two verses in clothing. One is Psalm 37. And in verse 33, the Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Psalm 94 and verse 21 is the other reference I put down for this. They that gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. But the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge. For he shall stand at the right hand of the poor to save him from those that condemn his soul. As Jesus Christ was betrayed, so you and I have been betrayed. As Judas, Satan standing at his right hand, betrayed the Lord, so you and I have been betrayed, been betrayed by sin, been betrayed by Satan, been betrayed by friends, been betrayed by the world, been betrayed by our flesh. Yet the Lord is there to strengthen us. The Lord is there to deliver us. The Lord is there to bring us out if we're willing to take heed to what the Word of God says. Psalm 109, would you go take a look at it? Would you meditate upon these things? Would you look for Jesus Christ in the volume of the book it is written of me? Would you long to see the Savior? If you're willing to see him, I believe he'll reveal himself to you. But right now, you're like Judas Iscariot. Those of you that aren't saved, those of you that don't know Jesus Christ, you're under that bondage. You're under that weight of sin. Just like Judas, you've been deceived. Somebody sold you a bill of goods. You've sold out for less than 30 pieces of silver. You sold out for your own lusts and your own abilities and your own wants and your own desires. And my friend, Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, according to the scripture, that you don't have to pay the penalty for that sin. He resurrected after three days in the grave, according to the scripture. Why? that you might be saved through his life, that you might have life in Jesus Christ. And even though Judas betrayed Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ still overcame. Even though Judas still betrayed his own personal friend, the Lord Jesus Christ, who would have done so much for him, yet Jesus Christ still resurrected from the grave. Have a great weekend. There's a lost soul who's tired of his sinning. And he longs to return to the Lord As he cries for forgiveness and mercy God is waiting You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening. 
And we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing.